Welcome to our Clothed with the Sun daily podcast, our reading and meditation on the gospel of the day. I am James Thomas. Today, excuse me, I'm developing a little bit of a cold. (coughs) Today is Tuesday, December the 5th, 2023. It is the first Tuesday in Advent, and today's reading is from the Gospel according to St. Luke. Jesus rejoiced in the Holy Spirit and said, I give you praise, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to the childlike. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows who the Son is except the Father, and who the Father is except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. Turning to the disciples in private, he said, Blessed are the eyes that see what you see. For I say to you, many prophets and kings desired to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. I was at the grocery store yesterday picking up some things, and uh, I just saw a cute little scene between a a father and his daughter. The father (laughs) was very gruff looking, and his voice was really rough. I was wondering to myself, what does this guy do for a living? He seems like he's, uh, you know, he probably has a, a, you know, a a difficult job where he's working with his hands, and he's kind of rough, you know, maybe he's driving a truck, maybe he's... uh, doing construction and this cute little girl is uh daddy daddy let's get these cookies daddy daddy i want this daddy daddy and he's oh and you can see he's i i just thought it was funny because he's being very patient he's being very good he's being a very loving father towards his little girl even though i could just imagine this guy would rip another person's head off like if i went up to him and started talking trash i could see him ripping my head off um And I, you know, there's a part of me that wants, and sometimes I do this, I always try to gauge, you know, if it's appropriate or not, but I wanted to go up to him and just compliment him on, on, uh, you know, a lot of people today, I work with a lot of kids and a lot of people have daddy wounds. They have father wounds. Their dads don't spend time with them. They don't, uh, exercise gentleness with their children. And you could see this guy was just like a big teddy bear, big, uh, you know, (laughs) like his daughter was his little princess. And, uh, I wanted to compliment him on that for, you know, you could just see she adored him. (laughs) And, uh, you know, even though with all his roughness, with all his bigness and his strength. And this reading today is about father to child intimacy. And this is what Jesus came to give us with himself and through him with the father. This is why he dies for us. You know, that image of the dad in the grocery store. um, Imagine Jesus, if he wanted to, he could do whatever he wanted to those Pharisees and those Roman soldiers. He could rip their heads off. As I was saying about the guy in the grocery store, he could, I know it's a horrible image, but he could do whatever he wanted to these people that opposed him. If he was acting in pride If he came here just simply to show his power, why would he do that though? Why would the God of the universe come and beat up a bunch of Roman soldiers? There's no point to it. This isn't a, you know, superhero story. Uh, Although it's a different superhero story. It's the best superhero story. 
but the real hero, God among us, Jesus Christ, comes and conquers pride. He conquers rage and vengeance by allowing himself, just like the man in the store being so gentle with his daughter, Jesus is gentle with us. Jesus allows himself to be beaten, tortured, pierced, crucified, placed in a tomb. We know the story. Jesus shows us the greatest humility. I, as I was reading this reading today, well, first of all, let's just go through the reading. First, Jesus gives his father praise, and that's what he always does. The father gives him endless love, as Jesus talks about all the time, and Jesus gives him endless praise, like we are supposed to do, by the way. Jesus came and did this so that our humanity would be able to do it. Jesus came to earth to lift us to heaven. And then he talks about his relationship with the father. The father reveals everything to his son. Then he turns to his disciples and he indicates to them what the father does with me and what I do back with the father, the intimacy we share. I'm sharing this with you and blessed are your eyes and your ears to have what you have. He's not saying this in pride. He's saying this in honesty. Humility is honesty. He's saying God Almighty is appearing to you and revealing these things to you, giving himself to you. Blessed are your eyes and your ears for what you're experiencing here. I think of, and I, I went on a retreat a couple of years ago, uh, the JP2 Healing Center is a great retreat, Dr. Bob Schutz. And um, one of the, uh, one of the, I mean, they, it was a lot of different talks and it was all really good. A lot of different, you know, conferences and different uh, uses of media and uses of uh, personal witness. And um, one of the things we did on the retreat was we watched parts of the Lion King and we did a meditation on the relationship between Mufasa and Simba. And it's the same kind of thing. You know, Mufasa is the king and it's James Earl Jones playing his voice. Oh man. After being Darth Vader, I tell you, I still have issues from my childhood just hearing that voice when I was a little kid, you know, going to see the Star Wars movies. But in this movie, he's a loving father. He's still got that big, scary voice, though. But his enemies find a way to kill him. Before he's killed, uh, his son has every reason to be afraid of him, but still he knows, the son knows, Simba knows how much his father loves him, so he tests him, he he prods him, he... he uh, he did. He disobeys him. You know, he, he, uh, he's not the perfect son, but still they have this beautiful relationship and you know how much he loves his son and he's preparing him through example and through that loving relationship to eventually be the king. And after his death, Simba loses himself. So later on, he's reminded who he is. And that's the, one of the big themes of the movie. Remember who you are. The, uh, I forget his name, the monkey guy shows him, you know, he says, your father is alive. And then he says, where? And he points him to the lake, to his own reflection there. In other words, you now are the new king. You are the new Mufasa. You are Simba, the son of the king. And because of where you come from, because of that intimacy that you shared with him, you're not like Scar. You're, you're not going to be the evil king because of whatever happened to him, whatever bad relationships he had, whatever pains and wounds he has. No, 
you're the child of the king. I just did a little British accent there. I didn't mean to do that, but no. Anyway, Simba is the child of the king, meant to become the king. That intimacy led him to strength. That intimacy led him to confidence. And ultimately, what does he do? Just as his father would have done, he conquers the villains. He conquers the hyenas. He conquers Scar. And he wins back the kingdom for the good guys. That intimacy of parent and child is so very, very important. And this is one of the things we celebrate this time of the year. Jesus is our church. And Jesus, through the church, is giving us this time to meditate on Mary, on Joseph, on Bethlehem, on the Annunciation, the Visitation, this time where Jesus is a baby. And so God Almighty places himself in the hands of human parents and human relatives, but he picks out the very, very best. He prepared his mother for this by preserving her from sin. There is a tremendous intimacy there, and so they must be prepared. Mary must be the perfect mother, the perfect woman to become the perfect mother to raise the perfect child. And that says a lot about St. Joseph. We don't know all the mysteries of St. Joseph. We'll find out someday. God willing, we get to heaven and we can talk to St. Joseph directly. But during this time of the year, we can meditate on that intimacy that Mary shared with Jesus in the womb and then holding the Son of God in her arms. Joseph holding the Son of God in his arms and then teaching him the ways of this world in a virtuous good way, teaching him how to work teaching him how to provide and to sacrifice. So there's so many wonders that were given here. And, you know, there's so much pain in the world today, like I was saying earlier, because people lack this. Well, regardless of where you're coming from in your life, regardless of whether you had the best father in the world, whether you had the worst father in the world, regardless of what your, your own insecurities are, your own struggles, your own wounds, your own pains, your own scars, from this moment forward, it's our choice And God is saying to you and me, blessed are your eyes, blessed are your ears for what you have been given. You know, we could sit around and complain about our economy right now. We could sit around and complain about wars going on in the world. We could sit around and complain about uh, the, the environment. I don't know. Or we could focus on the fact that God Almighty, the creator, the king who can do whatever he wants, has an intimacy with us. He shared that intimacy with us and he's given us the Eucharist so that we can be one with him through his son. He's given us confession for the forgiveness of our sins. He's given us his holy word and scripture. He's given us the church. The church has its flaws, but there's also loads of good people to guide us and to love us. He's given us our families. I was thinking yesterday, I don't know why, it's just a random thing. When I meet God face to face, how much familiarity will I have? I think to myself, like on the one hand, there's a fear like, oh no, I'm going to meet God and he's going to know all my sins. Hopefully I've confessed them all at that point, but he's going to know everything about me. All those things I did when I was in third grade and high school and college and adulthood, he's going to know everything and he's going to judge me. And how scary that is. And he's the king of the universe. Yet at the same time, I think to myself, this is the Jesus that I spend time with every day. This is the Jesus that I love. And is it possible the moment of death when I meet him face to face, we're just going to be like two peas in a pod. Like Forrest Gump says, we was like peas and carrots. That's how I want to be with Jesus. I'm almost in tears now as I think of that. 
that's what I want. That's what you want. That familiarity that existed between Mufasa and Simba before Mufasa died. That familiarity Jesus has with his father that he shares with his apostles. So he gives us the Holy Family. He also gives us the apostles to meditate on as well. If anybody's watching The Chosen, I'm not saying The Chosen is a perfect show. You know, people complain, oh, you can't watch it because there's this or there's that. Okay, there's nothing that's perfect out there in the media, in Hollywood, whatever. But who else ever did a TV show on Jesus, right? And there's so many things good about the show. So, okay, I might not agree with every little thing, but I do feel it's a great show. They're doing a great job. There's good acting. There's good story writing. And it's giving me a lot to meditate on. And one of the things I'm meditating on constantly is the intimacy the apostles share with Jesus. There's a playfulness, there's a fun, there's a seriousness. He's teaching them, he reprimands them, but at the same time, he, uh, he, he trusts them, he loves them, he's like the best father. And that's reflecting the love of the father to the apostles. <clears throat> so... As we meditate on these things and as we go through the season of Advent, let's ask the Father and ask Jesus to reveal themselves to us in intimacy. Let us become like Simba. Let us remember who we are. Let us grow in who we are. They love us. We don't have to earn it. We don't have to invent it. It's there. It's already there for us. We just have to consent to it. We have to give ourselves to it. We have to turn to Jesus and say, yes, I want you in my heart. I want you in my life. I'm going to spend time with you in prayer. And I want you to transform me into the man or woman that you have made me to be. Hope everybody has a great day today. God bless you.